Hi, I'm Lucinda Greasley and welcome to an ASOS podcast, My Big Idea. Today we're in Peckham at Laren's Cafe and we're going to talk to Laren Whitfield about her big idea. Hi, so Laren, thank you for joining us or rather letting us come to your cafe, which is where we are here in Peckham. Um, so tell me a little bit about Laren's Cafe and what's the idea behind it? I suppose it isn't actually just a coffee shop. When I opened it, I was like... I was actually just wanting to find a way to move back to New York. I was living in New York before. Oh, right. And okay. I was thinking of a way that I can go back to New York, have enough money and not have to visa hop and be a bit more, like, secure. Yeah. And I'd always worked in cafes and I was, like, just sort of had a friend that had a restaurant in, oh, yeah, a restaurant in Dalston. And yeah. she just was, we were having a conversation. She just was like, you know, you can do that if you want. You can open one. Okay, and that kind of became cool. a reality, but I, it all happened really quickly. And then as I, as I kind of wrote the business plan, and the commitment got bigger, and I realised that the offer was going to get accepted, and yeah. the space was going to become real. I then realised that I didn't want to just do. It became a bigger idea than just a cafe. It was more like a space that I wanted to make, and sort of test if I could make somewhere that was welcoming to everybody and fun all the time. And that's that's like the main challenge okay. and what had taken you to New York in the first place initially I had a I had a like an internship there like oh, when okay. I was at university at Nylon magazine because my oh, old right. boss started working at the magazine so I went and worked there with him yeah and just had loads of fun and met really great people yeah. and then just kept going back because I was just had really great friends yeah. there um and what did you study at university like uh, drawing drawing okay yeah. so had you been li- when you left university were you looking for a career in magazines or in no art I was just like or... wanting I just wanted to do as much as I possibly could to just to test and see what okay. I liked and then actually what ended up happen- happening is that slowly as well like everyone graduated and like left uni everyone sort of started to get their jobs and I yeah. was still working in cafes so I was like I just love working okay. in cafes what do you love so much about working in cafes just like chatting all day yeah <laughs> so you so your friend sort of told you that yes you could do it and why don't you do it yeah that was in Dalston yeah you've ended up in Peckham was there a reason why you came to Peckham to do it was um, it just that this location was available or no I lived in Peckham okay since I moved to Peckham when I was 17 right when I left uh, uni, so no, when I left when I left school, me and my friends we we grew up in Bath. Yeah. I was born in East London, and I grew okay. up in Bath. But um, we left Bath and all came here together, and moved. We lived on a flat on Rye Lane. Oh right, for nice. like really cheap. Yeah. And now it's mad <laughs> really? expensive. Yeah. But yeah, I feel invested in. I feel invested in Peckham. It, it it didn't feel like I could open anywhere else without having an honest in kind of investment in the. Back to it as my home. Okay, so you've made an offer on this location, mm. on this place, and it's just off Rye Lane. It's two hundred, isn't it? Number yeah, two hundred. Good I like address, the address. Isn't it? Very good address. I'm glad about that. And then you come in and you see like the coffee counter, so it's quite obvious that you can come in and have a coffee. Yeah. And there are like little tables around, and I'm loving the coloured balloons on well, the lampshade. <laughs> but is that always here, or is that a special occasion? Well, no, that, that is because yeah, I was doubting whether I should leave that up there. Cause yeah, it's the kind of thing that just ends up there for months, like the yes. Christmas decorations. Yeah, but um, we had a birthday party here last night for one oh, of our right. customers who oh, turned nice. sixty. 
Oh, cool. And it was like one of the best nights ever. Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> it's so fun. And was it a conscious effort, like the style that you've created here? Because it's quite like, I like the kind of old school stools. Like they almost remind you of school, but without the back of the chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the flowers on the table. Or was it kind of accidental? It was like doing it on the cheap? Or... Yeah, definitely. I think, well, as soon as the offer was accepted, I had like a month. Right. And I knew that I my budget was like really small. I had initially, I think I had like six thousand pounds after I put the deposit down on here. Right. So basically every single one of my friends came every day. And okay. my friend's dad was a builder yeah. who I owe him all my thanks to. Yeah. And just did it all without payment and Amazing. We did, it was a big like project. Yeah. And then Melina who's there, she walked in her mum owns next door. Oh fantastic. So she walked in and was like, Hey and I was like, pick up a paintbrush. Yeah. And now she's still working here. It's oh good. fantastic. And then we just opened and it was like still like sawdust on the floor and then we just like started like giving people sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> and what you gave them or you like no we no, sold them of sold course them. but uh and then it just like that it just kind of happened and then suddenly it was like busy and then it yeah. was all okay so how did <laughs> why why do you think people came you know what was the, what was did you set out with a unique selling point you know did you just make a point like, of being different no, I think just to be completely honest and myself and be like, the one thing that I made sure every member of staff knew was to be like, so welcoming. Okay, all right. And friendly and to everybody. like, And to make sure that everyone felt welcome all the time. So, not in an overbearing way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, not like in that American style, <laughs> yeah, hey like there. welcome to Gap. And I think that does pay off. Also... Like after when you spend so long in a space, and when you suddenly can take ownership over some way, I, I found myself really sensitive to like the atmosphere in here. Yeah. Okay. So if ever like the song wasn't right, or like just it, you, you need to you need to hear like happy customers. Yeah, yeah. And that's through like making sure all the elements are right. Yeah. In order for that to happen, and also after a time, it made like after six months, I was able to analyze that and actually make the systems like proper yeah rather than just like all my friends behind there like pass me the bread <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, yeah but now everyone knows what they're doing a bit better and it's sort of more satisfying because we can run it properly. yeah so when you first started were you in here like every day yeah 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 all day yeah and were you open all from monday to sunday monday on the first couple of months we shut on a wednesday yeah but then I just thought that was more just so that I could like sleep for a bit. But I couldn't. I wasn't sleeping anyway. I was just rushing around. So yeah. I, I, then I just said, let's just open Monday, Sunday. I was confident in like the stuff that you make for yourself at home for a yeah. treat. Yeah, yeah. So I made the menu based on like if I just we, when we did the first taster menu, me and my friends sat around and it was like if you got the reaction of like oh that okay is good, yeah. then I'd be like okay, it's going on the menu. But not if it was like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's all about having big love for yeah. all the choices and treats that you make. You know, you talked about a business plan. Mm. So did you go to a bank manager and do it, did you do it quite formally or did you seek advice from maybe other grown-ups or adults that you knew? Well, if that's the thing, right? Like if you, I, I felt like when you, when you genuinely don't have experience in these things, yeah. I felt like Google was the only thing. Oh, really? That was the main thing that helped me. And also, 
So I, I was staying with my godmother in North London on mm. her in the spare bedroom of hers, so I didn't pay rent much rent for a month. And I just sort of locked myself in the bedroom while I was waiting to get keys here and just like Googled everything I possibly knew and like just called, but not only Googled, just like calling the owners of the companies being like, hey, okay, I'm Lauren, I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. What do you think? And, and most of the time people were just like responsive to that. Because if you're, it's like going into like, it felt a bit like going and doing Going into like year eleven when you're actually meant to be in year seven. Yeah, oh really? <laughs> you know I mean? That's a really nice kind of like, way of describing like, it. Actually, I'm gonna have to be here, so can you like help me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, did <laughs> you, and so you found people were actually really positive to that. And yeah, kind of... people. I met some really, um, yeah, some really great people. What was the biggest game changer? I and think someone every... said, "Yes, I can do that for you." Um, probably just like the most adrenaline and like tenseness was when I was getting the solicitors to look at the contract here and stuff right and yeah. waiting to get the keys yeah i waited for like three weeks or something actually to get the keys and yeah. i was ringing them every day that was uh, hard yeah and then when i got the keys it was like <laughs> it was like um so great yeah I, yeah and so how long have you been open now how long has it been uh it's April 2014. Oh, fantastic. So a year, a year and six months, yeah. seven months. Yeah. Sure. And how has it evolved? Because it was the cafe and selling coffee and sandwiches. But I'm currently looking across a cocktail menu as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they all sound really good. Well, that's... Uh, um, once I got my license... I applied for A3 planning once I opened and got an alcohol license as well. Right. And then... Because that was always the plan, is it be like a boozy cafe, like okay. a brunch, boozy brunch cafe. Yeah. And uh, and then when my license came, I was like, actually, I'm paying rent like all the time. Why don't we just open it as many hours as possible? So Wednesday through Saturday, we have we're open till eleven, doing bar, the like cocktails and beer and a shop for a fiver and all that stuff. And also we do that's like an event space. So that yeah. that for me allowed it to be like the thing as well that I imagined it to be which is accessible to everyone through yeah. them being able to use the space for like music and yeah. we do like we do this Sophie who works here who's the manager who just saw she does a mm. thing called Fab Lab her and Meg and it's like this who also works here it's this really great like monthly event which is like low like people doing lecture series oh, right, or like okay. talking about stuff that they're really into so like yeah. 3d we did one on 3d printing okay and then yeah. like everyone that loves 3d printing came and have you got any like other future plans like anything else planned for it or does it happen quite organically you know so in that business plan did you know you wanted to turn it into an event space yeah and do you know in two years time what else you want to do with it um i know what i want to do with like i suppose the kind of brand that's been happened out of it okay i think i think i always plan for it to be event space and i always plan for it to be open late yeah and to be boozy and fun and stuff but now i i went on holiday this year and i like properly i went away for a week and turned my phone off and sat down and like made a plan right okay and i know that i probably want to do a second place okay but late more late night yeah and then just to carry on doing like lots of like projects yeah and yeah. doing I'm, I'm in a band as well so i do like it's i like to have that on the side of it as well do it putting on shows yeah. and doing events yeah 
So, I mean, going on holiday, that sounds like... It was so nice. (laughs) Yeah, that was well earned. Yeah, Um, great. And have you found now that you've been open for a year and six months, life has got a bit easier in the sense of like the sleep and being constantly on and now you've got a team as well? Yeah, it's mad. Like, it's so... It feels like the adrenaline has just like worn off slowly and then suddenly you're left. Like, initially I was a bit panicky, like my child didn't need me anymore. Okay, And then now I'm like... Oh, I'm gonna make a playlist this morning. Yeah, <laughs> and now I'm gonna then I'm gonna get a coffee. Yeah, it's sort of I'm I'm letting myself relax into it a bit more because I know that I won't let it be like this chilled for that long. Um, and in terms of like your staff, because we've seen Sophie because she left just um, she's a manager as we started. She's the manager. How many other people have you got working here? There's ten of us. Or ten of you all together. Mm. Um, and is it quite a formal setup or is it quite relaxed? And how have you managed managing staff? I mean, I work for quite you know, a big organisation and we have very strict processes in place. Yeah. Um, and there is a sense of responsibility that you must feel. Yeah, definitely. Now for your staff. Huge and one. Yeah, it feels that... I think it's all done through... I feel like managing had to also come through, like, instincts. Like that's, yeah. that's what I, ba- I based a lot of what... How I've run this place in the last year has all been based on instinct because yeah. it hasn't... I haven't had the experience before that and that is mostly through also knowing how I like to be managed in my past cafes yeah. and I lo- we have like every two weeks we meet at Nag's Head on Monday night okay. and that's been a good that's what Sophie's brought in as the manager and that's been a really nice way of like the, the most like the best thing with that like 10 people is to make sure that everyone's communicating all yeah. the time so the to go and have a drinks at, Nag- at Nag's Head every couple of weeks means that people can be like Yo, Larry, I thought you were well out of line when, I, when <laughs> you said that the other day. Or, like, actually, you did really good the other day. It's yeah, like an yeah. open, equal space where we yeah. can all just hang out. Yeah. And bitch each other or not, you know? Yeah. No, that's great. But we're all friends. It's, yeah. It is good. Do you ever have time where you can switch off from work? Yeah. When you're not thinking practice. of the cafe. Okay, in van practice. That's a guitarist that just walked in. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, in van practice I can. Yeah. Because that's also on my phone, like, can't really be heard. So I just, and it's like completely, all my energy is completely in something else. And when you're in the band, are you like, do you run the band? Are you in charge? Because obviously here you're in charge. No, that's really nice. Yeah? I reckon Perry, no. (laughs) Uh, We all all run it, it's equal. Yeah. And we all write songs together. Yeah, so that must be quite nice. Yeah. You don't have to have it all on your shoulders. Yeah, Um, that is definitely a thing that I like about it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I think everyone quite likes that. I like going into meetings when someone else is making decisions. Yeah, yeah. This is easy, isn't it? Yeah. And have there ever been any moments in, you know, the the year and a half where you've wanted to jack it all in? I did have, like, one month where... Did you? Like, one time when my VAT bill first came... (laughs) I was just like, <laughs> That's what I was just like, oh man, this is what the realness of this is. Yeah, and um, yeah, I used to indulge in being like, I could just walk over there and not. <laughs> be here <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore but it's it's this it's an that's when you're super stressed and you just kind of indulge in like big open fields <laughs> yeah 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 i think everyone does that <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. they but it must be quite hard at those moments like is there someone who that you can like call upon whether it's a parent or other family or friends initially yeah that was initially i felt quite alone at the beginning even though there's like people here all the time and it's like yeah. so i am i and so much friendship and support mm. in here but initially, I felt quite alone in that thing of like, 
actually going home and being like as- not sleeping yeah and being like I need to order that thing and do yeah. that but then I got a lovely boyfriend and he I talk to him now he has yeah. a business as well oh does he yeah and it's something that he runs himself yeah and it's down the road so it, it's very like he yeah he's just great with all the support so you can kind of share that load if you like like you'll know what each other's going yeah through. totally yeah that yeah. seems really important yeah so it's, it's that is like a total relief i feel yeah. a lot like lighter since that okay cool. yeah has anyone asked you for tips on wanting to set something else up because you must have chats in here with some of your customers and it's probably a pretty creative bunch down here in peckham mm. at the moment who maybe want to set up something similar or yeah. something else on their own do people come to you for advice yeah they do and they, what do you tell them I always, I can't swear on this, can I? You can. Oh, I always, <laughs> I always tell people to engage in like the fuck it side of them if they're yeah. gonna get, if they're gonna do a start a startup. I yeah. think it's really important to make to to activate that do part of yourself. Yeah. And you know, even if you're scared of what's gonna come after, it's it's always gonna be a risk. So yeah. That's what I always say to people. And what about um, the advice that you might give them in terms of like the bad times in terms of share, you know, needing to kind of share it with somebody and to be able to offload? Like, have you ever put yourself in that position where you've said, you know what, if you're having any problems, come to me yeah, and, of course. and we'll talk it through? Oh, on, on Saturday at the polyester zine birthday party. Yeah. I was mentoring there. So they, mm-hmm. they just set up a table and had a oh, few right, people okay. there. Yeah. And um, uh, I... I there was a few girls that came to that and it was really nice because it ended up in this like conversation about more about like what what young women now are kind of like annoyed about mm-hmm. and actually it was just a really great sharing table of like well I've been an intern for like four years yeah. and like I can't do this because of this or I want to be in the music industry and how has social media worked for you so you talked about a little bit about you know you've now got a brand and Sophie's been able to like design stuff in the style that actually you know that you want for yeah. Lauren's Cafe mm. um, have you done stuff on I know that you've got a Facebook page yeah how does Instagram work for you I love How's Instagram yeah <laughs> I like I I just like doing that side of it yeah I find it really fun it's just a it's just like a nice storytelling thing isn't it yeah it is and I just try and make it really accessible and fun and just like a bit funny do you ever have <laughs> customers coming into your coming into the cafe because they've seen it on yeah, social media yeah, it's yeah. like oh it's the first this. month was only people seen it on twitter oh really so my first month of customers was like my friends and like my twitter followers yeah yeah because <laughs> because i start i opened a twitter account when i got when i off, made a an offer on this place and yeah. because people in peckham there weren't there weren't any places on my lane then. Mm. So like if you put on Twitter suddenly or open a business on my lane, people were like, What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it wasn't like opening in Dalston where people no, were everyone was again. doing it. And have you done anything around like sort of specifically doing PR for the cafe? You know? I did like Or is it more word of mouth? Um not yeah, I not really. It's more word of mouth, but also like my my housemate who I told you about, Kieran, yeah. she did like a bit of PR at the beginning when I first opened. She just helped me write press release and stuff, mm. and that was like the yeah. It's just that's the thing. I just I, because I'm in here chatting to people all the time. They just go, oh, well, let me do that. Let me help with you with yeah. that. It was never nothing was ever really that planned and constructed. But it all really did come together, and I was conscious that it needed to come together. So I would have 
sourced it if it hadn't, but it did. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That yeah. thing. In terms of the ambition that you've got for Lauren's Cafe overall, like you talked about opening a second place. Yeah. Is it always about growing it to make it bigger and bigger? Or is it more about a lifestyle balance for you? Like, some people choose to set up their own business because it means they can do, like you were talking about, projects on the side and mm. you're not necessarily being told what hours you must do or not do. And other people might do it because they want to make as much money as they can. Mm. You know, they think they've got a really... What's it for you that's driving it? Is it... I think it's... I, I reckon the only reason I'd do a second one is so that... I think it's more about like the, the social aspect of it and also I really just I'm interested in how you can make in like also the the look of a space and how you can make a space accessible to a wide group of people yeah I, I like that that thing is what I would love to like write a book about or something like just to do all the possible research you could on the is it semiotics Semiotics. Yeah, so Semiotics. it's kind of you've got a curiosity, there's a curiosity yeah. that you're exploring and like you say, how to make everything, how to make one thing appeal to so many people and make it the thing. Yeah, because I think I because I think that people, I genuinely think that people open businesses and don't really look at who actually lives somewhere. Do you, is there a standout moment that you look back on the last year and a half and be like, yeah, that was just awesome, the adrenaline was running super high, it was just really you know what, exciting. Last night was one of them. I thought you might say that. Why? Well, I don't know, because when you talked about it, yeah, last you were really night like, it's best night ever. It was, so there's a, it, Diane comes in here every single morning for a cup of tea. She sits there yeah. and she's just like a wonderful woman. Yeah. And she lives in Ivydale House up the road. Right. So like a social housing for people with learning disabilities. Yeah. And, and then from there she goes over to Nags Head and drinks all day right. and with another guy who's her fiance Chris yeah. and it's just I, I, like we all know and love Diane and she's been planning her birthday here for like eight months Yeah, and okay. ten days before she's coming in through the door like counting down days being like eight days seven <laughs> days and it was just really big build up yeah. and then last night like everyone from Iverdale came all her support workers we made like all the tables are covered in like sandwiches and balloons. Yeah, and we gave her one request is that we had baby sham for free. Yeah. Oh, really? So I just we all used our tip money. Yeah. Oh. And bought loads of baby sham from Cash and Carry, and everyone was just like dancing. Yeah. And then this morning, Robert, who came, who lives with her in the flats, came in and said, "Last night was the best night of my life." <laughs> And we were all just like, whoa, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's really that special. Is like, that is why, like, th those kind of events in here where, like, loads of people can just come and just have a great time that wouldn't normally have come to this cafe. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. And have you got, are your friends and family who maybe, you know, aren't part, maybe they don't live in London or, you mm. know, sort of that people maybe that you grew up with or known you for a long time, are they surprised by what you've chosen to do? Or do you think it's like, no... Lauren was always going to do that. I think they were always like... I think they always knew that I was going to do something high risk. Okay. <laughs> I, I think there's, there's something to be said about it, like that addiction to adrenaline or something yeah. that I like. But I also was always in art school, so I was always like making stuff. Yeah. But my mum didn't really... You know what, mum? She'll probably listen to this. But my yeah. mum didn't really like it. Like She didn't really like that I was doing something that she had never done. Um, I think that really scared her. Yeah. So she's only been here like three times. Oh, really? But like, I know she's properly 
proud of it. Yeah. But I know that she's also like, I just don't want to hear too much of what's oh. going wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think she wants the phone calls of like, I've got a VAT bill. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But it's cool. She's, yeah, it's. I think parents tend to quite like a bit of structure and safety. For, yeah, you know, I think she was like, you could have been a teacher. Yes. <laughs> what's been lovely about coming here is seeing the space because mm. it's great. Um, and learning more about the cafe and I love the situation on the road as well and you can just watch the world go by as well mm. um, and there are lots of people in the cafe there have been kind of just like chilling out and there is definitely a relaxed vibe what do you think the cafe's brought out in you like is there Ooh, something which good is question. you know you found something inside yourself that maybe you didn't realize that you had through opening the cafe or has it made you a more ambitious person or perhaps a more relaxed person I think I think I've grown up quite quickly. Okay. And I think it's made me really grounded and able to have a sort of louder voice in areas that now are really clear to me. Okay. Yeah, that's a really nice way of looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you two strike me as someone who's quite grown up but really open. Yeah. You know, to like how things might be which is fantastic and I think it's probably what people feel when they come in here is a sense it's really comfortable yeah. when you walk in that's and that's good. really nice being in London that is um, good so thanks so much thank you thank you that was Laren's Big Idea don't forget that you can subscribe to ASOS Podcast My Big Idea on Acast or iTunes or your other favourite podcast app see you soon bye One in two women wear the wrong foundation. Are you? Time to upgrade. Il Maquillage is the boldest new brand in beauty. With 20,000 five-star reviews, their Woke Up Like This foundation is a bestseller for a reason. Available in 50 shades of flawless natural coverage, all cruelty-free. And with Try Before You Buy, it's risk-free. Take the Power Match quiz to find your perfect shade and try it free for 14 days. Go to ilmakiage.com quiz. That's I-L-M-A-K-I-A-G-E dot com slash quiz.